Erica. Hey, Erica, it's Risa. Oh, hey. Guess what? What? No, we didn't. We did. We got the grant. No way. <laughs> I know. Awesome I haven't even like read the email yet. Like I'm just like, I just, I opened up my email. It had one and she's in my VIP and it says Atomic Grants. Congratulations in the subject. And oh my, oh my God. And she said, okay, so what she said, you know, I have, here, let me read this. This part's good. Um, the votes for the finalists were very close. We chose your entry because we were struck by how you were already making an impact the community you're building, and the ambition for positive impact beyond today. We can see how you will help many people and families as you develop your services, and that is exciting. And then gives us the next steps. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Have a good rest of your day, and I'll, uh, I love you. Just chat me if you want to or whatever, but I love you. Okay, so that was just our amazing initial reaction to our grant. So you totally caught me off guard, <laughs> that's for sure. That was the goal. <laughs> God, that was I don't even what was that? Like a was that only a week? I've already lost track of time. Time doesn't mean anything right now and it's so confusing. It's only been a week. I know. It's I know. Wait, has it really only been a week? Has it only been a week? Oh my god, I have no idea. I want to say yeah. Has yeah, because that... Oh wait, yeah, because it's only second week of April. Holy lord. Yeah. Okay, so since we're all dealing kind of with the same thing, obviously it's not a surprise. You know, everyone's kind of in lockdown. And so Erica and I had to... We're doing this, uh, you know, kind of separately, remotely and everything and learning new technological... <laughs> struggles <laughs> during this <laughs> but we're making fun, it through uh, COVID-19 situation so <laughs> we're doing it your cute little face in so long I know that's so crazy but anyway so I mean I guess let's start off I guess just by saying like for those of you who followed us through this crazy well, through this crazy time and also just voted for us, first of all, thank you all. Um, yes. As you could hear, we received the grant from Passion Collective. And for you who don't know, who don't follow us on social media, definitely follow us, Colombian Influence, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter to come soon. We're really, yeah, we're super <laughs> excited about everything and like, it's all kind of coming together. The grant has been just a crazy, crazy journey for a couple, let's see. I think we started putting that grant together, the grant proposal, uh, probably about like mid to late January. It's been a while because then we had all yeah. through February to finish it up. Um, but we're working on a, on a grant right now. We have funds, obviously, through the grant and... Some really exciting prospects through that. So we're super excited. What you kind of heard at the beginning of the intro was me having the chance to call Erica during the day at work. So you got to hear part of her little greeting at work. So that was super fun. <laughs> but 
yeah, let's just kind of, we're, this episode is really just to kind of like talk about our hopes and dreams and kind of where we've come from and where we hope to go and, you know, hopefully just to kind of bring some brightness to the dreariness that is right now, partially for those of you in Minnesota, it's been a really weird spring. I'm ready for sunshine. <laughs> yeah, how is it going to be 71 moment and sunny and then snowing in the next couple hours? I just, I, I can't no, get this over weekend, it. weekend over Easter weekend is kind of what we're just coming back on right now. Um, this is like the Thursday after, so we're almost a week past the weird Easter blizzard nonsense. So, yowza, that was something else. But, I mean, I guess not out of character for Minnesota, I guess. That's There's true. There's some consistency in the inconsistent, I don't know, whatever, but... Oh, anyway, so I guess talking about the grant, Erica, what did you think when I called you? First of all, I heard you say that it was like, not another call, because it was during our work day that I got the email, so I had to call Erica right away. Yes, and for you who don't know, we work in the travel agency, so right now it's just been a crazy time for us. We're starting to kind of slow down, which is sad, but... It's a nice breather in a sense because we've just been going nonstop, you know, 12 hours a day. So it was just kind of one of those days where it's like, oh, I'm so ready for 530 just to be done. But when you called, it literally changed my entire mood. I mean, I went from meh to like, woo! I just want to jump up around and run around my house, you know. So it was super exciting. We kind of figured it was coming sometime soon. And we know that you know, kind of things happened on a Wednesday before. So we were talking about that a couple of days before this Wednesday when we found out. So it was just really exciting to get the actual news that we did it. I mean, we had really good confidence in ourselves and we had so much support and votes and we just thank everyone so much for that. But it was just, it was awesome. I'm already going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so happy. Like, I can't believe that we... It's just, it's, I don't know, I don't think it hit me till this week. Like, originally I was, like, I was excited when I called you, obviously, but it was, like, right. this week when it came down to being the things that we got to do with that money and being able to do what we've dreamed about. And the thing is, it's, like, we haven't been doing this project so long that it's been such a long time coming, but... right. It is we're six we're, months in. Six months in, and we're so we're so passionate about it, and we're so like hopeful because we feel like we're doing something that we always wanted, we always needed, we always were looking for something like this, and I think that's what's so exciting. And like our meeting today, we met with our first uh, for our first um, consult with uh, Keystone Group, which is the. Uh, company that funded the grant and they're going to be doing our uh, consulting throughout this whole journey we basically get some business coaching which is really great since Erica and I are still you know young 20 somethings trying to kind of make it into whatever this kind of business is <laughs> so it's, it, we're just kind of like going with what we can and doing what we can so far and it's a lot of a guessing game so it's just super exciting I just it just didn't hit me till this week when I got to really get started and not look at price tags and think about this is gonna take this many weeks to feel comfortable mm -hmm. with doing this and it's it's just like it's turned so many things around and 
I just have so much hope for the future. It's just so exciting. And I just, I'm so glad that I get to do this with you and that we get to explore and all of this and just like pursue through this journey together and just, I don't know, just exactly make some difference, you know? We found our purpose in a sense. Like I, as we've talked many times, Risa, like we have such a broad and very specific at the same time goal for you know three five years down the road like it it's intense of everything that we want to do and it's exciting and this is just a huge step in the right direction so I'm just I'm really pumped I know I'm the same way it's it's just very refreshing and as you know everyone knows times are so uncertain right now and that I know is getting everyone down I, I guess kind of to shift gears a little bit, I mean, it has been a time where people are able to look at their lives in a different way and just kind of look at what's important and how they view things. Um, I guess for those of you who don't know, I've just been kind of dealing with some uh, unexplained medical issues that have just been kind of a question mark right now and They've been really scary and just kind of uh, tumultuous as far as just emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, there's just been a lot going on. And that plus the uncertainty of the coronavirus and everything going on there, it's, this is, I, I can't imagine, when I went into 2020, I didn't think, nobody thought anything like this would happen. And, but at the same time, it's like that kind of goes for a lot of big things, whether it's good or bad. And I'm trying to think of that in the same way where it's, I'm trying to get the positives out of this. Like I'm thinking the fact that us getting this grant and us making this huge success gets to be our beacon of light right now yes. while things are hard. Because like Erica said, we do work in travel, which has been, oh, <laughs> it's just, it's just been crazy since uh, since Australia and New Zealand lit on fire. We thought that was going to be the <laughs> we thought that was going to be the trouble part. It was that was nothing, and that's so sad. There's been so many devastating things around the world lately, and it's just it just seems to continue to pile up in people's lives and around the world with people losing their jobs. Like we just feel for each and every one of you, honestly, because. It's a really tough time. It's a really, really tough time. I know everyone, I think, is going to be... I think everyone's going to be stronger once we're through it. Um, I think there is a lot to learn from mm -hmm. everything. And I have confidence that I myself will be learning a lot from this, as well as just everyone else. Like, I think there is just going to be a lot of growth. Um, yes, for sure. I think the growth is in like a huge step because it's kind of taken a moment to really just reflect on yourself. I mean, you don't have places to go, things to do often. So it's a lot of growth within yourself. And I think this is good for our podcast because we can really dive deeper into what do we want out of this? What can we grow out of this? And with getting this grant that we are just so excited for, I mean, honestly, it couldn't have come at a perfect time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so everything, as everyone knows, and we don't want to dwell on it too much because that's everything everybody's, like, hearing about right now, but we do have to acknowledge it. It is what life is. It's not 
it's almost like it's so big that it's just, it is what everything is right now. It just kind of is. And I think what has been a big shift for myself has just been because it does have to be a normal for a little while. Like I try not to dwell on the fact that this isn't normal. It's just like, this is the new normal for a little while. That's okay. We can adjust, we can adapt and then just savor everything when we're back. I don't know about you, but personally I'm like, I miss restaurants. Like, ah, (laughs) I miss just going and being able to like spend an evening, evening with a friend or two and sitting in a restaurant getting drinks and appetizers and and a fun dinner, good food, because everyone knows I love me some good food. I love cooking at home, don't get me wrong. But I love just going and enjoying myself with friends at my favorite local places. Mm-hmm. I think for me that's the hardest. I don't know about you, but that's the hardest for me. Has there any, been anything, because you and I are working on slightly different, well, yeah, different schedules right now. How, how are you dealing with, like, work stress? Like, are you doing okay with that? Is it kind of, like, like I said, just kind of like the new normal and just kind of rolling with the punches? Or how is everything going for you? To be honest, I think being home, it's, like, kept me de-stressed. Because I'm able to just, like, see Snickers, which is my dog, who I just enjoy I get to cuddle with her if there's in between calls I get to just take a break I can just you know run across the hall to go to the bathroom quick and you know it's just I'm just free I'm in my own space I'm just comfortable so I just feel like with all the craziness at work it's just nice to be in your own realm and just kind of have what you're comfortable with to just help those times and I feel like also I mean the workload of course is always heavy but I don't catch myself wanting to stay home because Adrian's working still. You know, it's like, oh, I might, I'm home. He's home. I might as well just take this break, go for a walk. You know, just work's going to be there tomorrow. So I just, I feel really good about it. And Ooh, that's good. I know it's kind of opposite of everyone else, to be honest. I just, I'm a homebody. I like just being, again, where I'm comfortable at. And so it's just been another moment to just really enjoy the time with the people I love and, just kind of connecting on a different way where it's like you're in a in a way forced to be at home. Well, so just exa- we are literally it's not yeah. even in a way at this point, which is so crazy. But anyway, we don't want to talk your ear off about the coronavirus, obviously, since you've heard enough about that in the news today. Um, we kind of just want to tell you a little bit about the grant because it's something that we're obviously really excited about. We kind of touched base on like what happened and everything, but. Uh, so initially when we um, found the grant, I think I mentioned it was probably about like mid to late ju- uh, January that we found this. I have uh, my former boss, shout out to Erin, <laughs> um, she, <laughs> she has a really cool relationship with, you know, all, she's a really great networker. I think that's one of the things that I love so much about her is that uh, she and I are still friends, uh, even though she's my former boss from about two years ago. She and I have a really great relationship, and she just has the most amazing networking skills that I've ever seen. So she has a lot of really cool relationships. She had posted something um, on Facebook that I think was because of her relationship with the Keystone Group, which is the group that funded the uh, grant. 
The grant is called the Atomic Grant, and it's through Passion Collective. So Passion Collective um, is basically an organization uh, that's, you know, funding, at least in this case especially, like passion projects and just encouraging women to kind of, you know, take the bull by the horns and do their life's purpose, obviously with passion, you know, in their title and everything that's uh, something that's really important to them. And uh, Aaron had posted something saying like, hey, there's this really cool grant. Uh, I don't even remember. I would have to check back to see what she said exactly. But I looked at it immediately. I think it just like it came up on my newsfeed. Um, like I said, Erin has a lot of really great networking references. So she's always been somebody that like if she posts something, it's like I'm kind of interested. It's like it's definitely something that I'm like I have my eye on. So she had posted something about it. And I just read the brief description about it just saying like have you always wanted to to do x y and z and it's basically it is a grant for women the the whole point is you know kind of being either small businesses run by women or want to be businesses you know kind of that are um discovered and run by women so it's kind of funding those underdog types of projects i sent a link and a screenshot to erica and i was like oh my god check this out and then later that evening, I'd gone to dinner with my mom and I told her all about it because I had, like, talked to Erica during the day. I was just like, this is perfect. I checked out the application. You know, it definitely looked like something that would work for us. You know, it was definitely very, it was overall very general, just kind of, what do you want to do with it? And if it fits with them, that's how you get it. So, um, basically the process for it was Erica and I put together the application. We thought long and hard about what we wanted to do with the grant, trying not to think too big or too small. That's kind of a tricky business with, with this whole thing. So, um, if any of you out there are also kind of considering something like this, like this, or you have a passion project, I would highly recommend looking into this. And if you need, uh, you know, questions or if you have questions or uh, need suggestions or guidance, definitely let us know. It's a really, really great organization. This is the first of its kind, actually, with Atomic Grant. We are, this is the absolute first grant they have ever done. So, and we did that. Like, I know, <laughs> kudos to us. Just another thing, just kind of bouncing off what Risa just said, like, don't be scared to do something like this. I would have never thought about doing a grant. Like, I'm not going to win, you know, but our passion truly came out on what we wrote, how we expressed ourselves, and they can just see it through all portions. And of course, that's why we won. They really felt that. And they said that in that email that you read in the very beginning of this. I mean, just take that step, take that leap of faith just to do something you wouldn't usually do. It's going to benefit you for sure. And that's the thing is, like, I know they'll be kind of progressing with how they do things. Like, right now, we are the first, so it's probably a bit um, uncertain as to how everything will operate. I mean, things have been really smooth so far. You know, we got the congratulations email a week ago. We had our first session today, and it was amazing. And we're so excited to kind of keep going. And it's like, it's really all falling together. So we would recommend if anybody out there does have any passion projects that they want to look into... Um, you know, definitely, uh, send us a message. We would love to help someone else look through something like this. And, uh, the process is pretty simple. You basically write out your application. It's, uh, pretty straight and to the point. You do have to have a budget. 
We didn't have another one to compare to, so I don't know how detailed the budgets are compared to ours. Ours was pretty detailed, kind of down to the dollars, like literally down to the dollar and cents. Um, so super detailed with what we wanted to do with the money. Um, but basically the, the organization votes on a shortlist. And then from the shortlist, uh, there were three finalists, us included, of course. And then we had a chance to have everyone in our community vote. We're not 100% certain if that was the final tally since we were told it was pretty close at the very end. And they kind of, they chose us kind of based on that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, because I don't know how big those other communities are. But either way, you know, your everybody's votes really had a really great impact. And we could not be more thankful for everything that's gone on so far. And we're so excited for the next chapter because the next chapter is going to be really big. And we're super excited. <laughs> So with the grant, we did have to do an application and, you know, there was those basic first name, last name, those type of questions. But then it really dug deep into what we want to do with the money and how this is going to make a difference to us, impact other people in a positive way. And we just really thought, you know, for us to make a difference, it's just expressing how adoptees kind of find themselves. It's something we discuss in our podcast and our regular basis, just between the two of us, just because we just hope that one day Colombian Influence can be more than just a podcast. We really want to reach out to more people each and every day, maybe do events, maybe have a spot where people can come to us and we help them search for birth families, give them tips on what it's like, you know, coach and help young children who are, or teens who are just unsure of what they're going through that we've been through and that we've overcome. We can just give that positive light that we've always been talking about and wanting to express and share. Or it's just a safe place for people to come, you know, this is again down the road, but somewhere where they could just come and just talk to us. You know, um, it'll just be an outlet that people can come to and just feel comfortable and accepted. You know, the word adoption can have a negative connotation to some, and we wish to not only change that, but explore why, and just really educate those people who aren't directly influenced by this topic, because it doesn't seem very big, but it's so big and affects so many people in the world. And, you know, even if you don't have a connection through family, I know everyone has a friend or something like that that can really benefit from this podcast and what we want to do down the future. So we're just super excited. I know at the beginning of this project, we've always had these small victories that just emphasize on why we want to continue to do this as a passion. And we're just super, super excited to continue to get going. And I think the biggest thing that I didn't even realize, you know, the of course, the money's great, and we have a budget that we want to use this towards, and everything's going to go to something very specific, but the coaching is something I looked completely past. After doing our video chat with Erica from the Keystone Group, we just both got off that call and just felt more passion, more excitement on what things we can actually do and where we're going to go with all of this. I mean, she blew our mind in an hour. I mean, truly, we had no idea of all the different avenues we weren't even thinking of yet. So we have a couple more sessions with her and with other people, with marketing, and we're just really excited to continue to just keep moving forward.
So just so some of you know, Risa can go back and forth with me here, but for our budget outline, we're really just trying to make it so we can, you know, promote more, market more to more people, kind of just get the word out there and our name out there so everyone has that connection and has that community. But by doing so, we want to be, you know, the best we can be for our listeners, auto, you know, get our audio correct and have more mics. So we're going to get a new mic for myself. So we both have our own. You probably don't know, but we've been sharing one. So, you know, there's just different things that we can just continue to help us grow with sound quality and our, um, with editing and just, yeah, all the technical stuff that is such a, it's such a necessity with obviously with the podcast. Um, and I think I can't quite remember actually with our budget, all of this was kind of flexible anyway. So it's like Mm -hmm. with mics and things like that, it's like, it doesn't, um, I thought my plan was to maybe buy either way. It was to buy at least one, if not two. So we could at least maybe have three or borrow the third. The one we're using now is borrowed actually from my mother. So... (laughs) So it's not even ours yet. But, um, so yeah, we're definitely, we're trying to expand on that first just to kind of start that foundational part, which is, like Erica said, so important for just being a podcast. Yeah, and, you know, we were doing it so... It felt very preliminary. Like, it was. Yeah. You know, all of it was the first day that I sat down to learn about even making a podcast. I was in yeah. front of my computer for like six hours. Just like, what do we, how do I start? I have no idea. Like podcasts no. are not easy. I think people think it's going to be just this sit down and record and do a quick upload, but it is not anything like that. And if this is a whole new something that I haven't had to learn something this much by like trial and error in a really long time. It's a whole new challenge, but this, this grant is really going to get us to the at least the next really big step, which is really exciting. Because we've gotten us to this first step. You know, mm-hmm. we've been very successful so far with our first big step. And now we get to get to the next one, which is exciting. Um, another part that I think we're both really excited about is maybe doing some t-shirts, some merch that we can, you know, have people buy and just kind of promote ourselves that way. And then there's something else coming along with that, but we won't give all the details. Yes. <laughs> um, and then just stay tuned for a website. We want to just continue to connect with everybody. That's a good spot for people to reach out to us or we can help promote different resources for everybody. We just are really excited to just do more for the community and not just as our podcast. We really want exactly. to grow it as just two women who really are passionate about something and want to continue to help others. Exactly. And by doing so, we're also going to donate some money to a Udeme, our orphanage. I just feel like giving back there to people who are so in need and to these children who, you know, don't have anything yet, just really can benefit from the little amount that we'll do. Anything helps. So we're just really excited to be able to give back also. Basically with our plan with the t-shirts, like Erica had mentioned before, you know, that's going to be for some brand recognition and just for some outreach in general and just to kind of get our name out there. Uh, We do, uh, like I said, definitely plan to put up a notice on our Facebook and Instagram to send some money our way so we can send that to a Udemy with our donation. 
Um, we would also like to uh, contribute part of our merchandise funds towards a Udeme and then eventually, uh, you know, towards different adoption type organizations. For right now, just with where we're from and the fact that our connection is through a Udeme uh, orphanage in uh, Bogota, Colombia, we really want to contribute a lot of our, um, our thanks to them because we would not be where we are now without them. I'm getting emotional exactly. now. <laughs> Twice in one podcast. <laughs> I know. It's been a long day. But no, I think it's just something that I'm just, like I said earlier, it just hit me today when we got to talk to Erica from Keystone and kind of talk through our coaching to really make this grant come alive. When we got the news, I was excited but it didn't, it didn't hit me in the same way where it's like, this is doing this, 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 and this. It was just kind of like, hey, you did this. Like, this is cool. You know, it was like, now it's, I don't know. It's just really exciting that we can, we can make a difference uh, with people that are like us, but also people that haven't gotten to this yet. With those kids that you've mentioned, like at being a Udeme, it's you, I mean, you were there. You saw mm-hmm. some of the kids that were, you know, older than being an infant. And that's not yeah. something that's easy, especially, I think, in a country like Colombia. And um, I don't personally know the status of, of a Udeme or, you know, things like that. But regardless, it doesn't matter. It's like there, there's no ranking system of kids that are going through something difficult. It's like they're going through something. And we want to be any type of resource that we can for any child that is going through anything, like, related to what we've been through. And that's what we can do from here. So we definitely plan to put some sort of uh, funds towards that, you know, pretty much regardless and pretty much indefinitely. So definitely consider, uh, once we post out that the merchandise and everything, we'll let you know. And same with next week when we try to get additional funds to a Udemy, so... Yeah, just stay tuned. And also with, yeah. and also with that, we want to reach out to parents. I think recently you definitely brought this into perspective for yeah. me. People who want to adopt, you know, it's not just all about the kid. It's everyone's life making a dramatic change, kind of working on how you can grow together. So it's just another outlet that we can be for all angles. Well, and that's the thing is, like, with something like that, it was mostly. It's been more recent contacts that have made me feel that way. We're still working on some interviews with parents that are looking to adopt because we are really trying to make sure every angle is identified. We're not it. Like, yes, we are the one moving factor that is causing this change, but that doesn't mean that we are the only factor. Like, we are one affecting many factors. So it's um, parents that are wanting to adopt or have, we really want to talk to. Uh, I also was just thinking siblings who are like our siblings, mm-hmm. siblings that were biologically born through our by bi- or our adoptive parents, either prior or after us that are biological family to our parents that have an adopted sibling. Like, I think that is a also a very hidden 
demographic that doesn't have any resource and I don't know how much I have no idea how much if they struggle or how much because I haven't ever asked yeah I think there's a lot of space for improvement with every angle of understanding period and I think right now our world is a very good reflection of that but especially I don't know I just think there's something so special and so unique about adoption that so many people have been affected by that may not even realize it because, like you said, in our um, grant proposal, like, what we said is that it can be uncomfortable for people. We want to know, we want to figure out why and help fix, and I don't like using the word fix in this case, but we want to figure out the reasons for that and to kind of reconfigure those feelings around it. And... I think that goes with everyone. It's every sort of extended family. It can go for every type of discrimination or classes uh, or classism kind of stuff where it's uh, discrimination about race or gender or, uh, you know, anything. It's really anything. It's, it's, a, it's a topic that covers everything. And I think that's something that we need to, that our goal is really to elaborate on. And that's what really makes this grant so exciting for us. For any new listeners, Risa and I met at work about two years ago, a little over two years ago now. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah. It has been more. Ah, that's so crazy. And we're both adopted from the exact same orphanage in Bogota, Colombia. And we just really connected. And of course, when we met, we never thought of podcasts. We never thought we would do something with our adoption stories or with kind of the similarities and differences we had. But six months later, here we are with a podcast, with a lot of episodes, doing interviews, you know, doing events, contacting people. With a grant. With a grant, networking. We're just doing things we had no idea was even in our... Wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So it's really exciting on just starting something that you know you're a little bit timid or a little bit scared. It'll be interesting to listen to our first podcast of our fears, you know, things I that... I listened to it, actually. Did I tell you that? No. I was like, I don't have any new podcasts to listen to. Okay, let's listen back to our first couple podcasts just to kind of like look back and listen to those because I'd had a lot of new people start to listen to ours. So I was like, okay, this might be a fun time to be like, what are they hearing right now? Because it was mostly like friends and family from further distances that didn't, you know, hear from me every other day, you know, knowing what I'm up to. And I started listening and I was like, first of all, my editing, I am sorry, world. (laughs) Like, I was not... (laughs) Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Which, I mean, every podcaster says that, too. It's so funny. The the podcast that I really enjoy, I listen back to theirs, and they're always talking about their initial podcast, and I listened back on one of theirs, too, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this has changed so much, but nobody notices because it's just, like, normal evolution, you know, with progress and everything. So it was really funny to listen to, but at the same time, like, we got to kind of get warmed up with just our topics, just us back and forth, and then get into the interviews, which I think is where we really got to dive in deep and be able to, I don't even know, just do what we really wanted to do from the beginning. 
which I'm, which is just still so exciting that we're able to branch out so mm-hmm. much, but, but it's so crazy to think about how we were in the beginning and what our fears were. I don't actually even remember really what they were. No. I think just kind of being vulnerable and letting people into our story and kind of just starting that, but looking at that growth in six months, I don't, I don't have any fears. I just have excitement and I kind of, it's just crazy to think how much it's changed in so little time. I know. I know, which uh, for me, I think with the, um, with the beginning of this podcast, like we've said before, a lot of it had to do with the fact that we were looking for resources we didn't have. And to be completely transparent, it was mostly me. I was really, really struggling during the time when, when this podcast kind of came up as an option. I, I don't really know why. Um, I guess there was just a loss of self-confidence, I guess, and just purpose and everything. And to be quite honest, like, I, the beginning of the podcast was really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you and I would text each other sometimes the same night, sometimes opposite, where one podcast topic would affect the other and not, not the other mm-hmm. one, or both, or it would affect one of us that night, one of us a couple nights later, and be like, I just sobbed for an hour after we did this, or I sobbed after I worked on this. Mm -hmm. That was a lot, you know, and there's, there's a lot of growth to become of that, but, and I, I don't know, I think for me, when we started this, it was, I didn't realize it, but it was partially that I was struggling with just my purpose as a person, and being able to make this feel like it's my purpose and making it feel like it's my call makes it so it's it doesn't hurt so much anymore you know it doesn't it doesn't hit me in the same way it's more so this is who you are none of that's a bad thing you can take it and run with it Mm -hmm. and you can make it something that helps others and I think that's a that can be such a double-sided coin where it's you're helping so many other people that can really tire you out and make a lot of, I don't know, exhaustion from yourself. But at the same time, it's, I get a lot from giving. That's what I, I just want to make things better for someone who hasn't had things like I have. Like I'm a very, you and I, we're both so lucky Mm -hmm. with where we are. And I usually hate it when people say that when they're adopted, just because it sounds so cliche and, and whatever. But I, I've just, there's been a lot that's gone on with me as an adult and I have a really, really great family and really great friends. I don't think that necessarily has to do with necessarily the fact that I was adopted here. And I think a lot of adopted people do miss out on the fact that that has a lot to do with just who you are. Mm -hmm. That doesn't matter where you, where you ended up. That's who you are. And that's regardless of where you came from or where you ended up. Exactly. And I think it's something that's really easy to forget, and I think that's something that's really important for us to remember, and just with the fact that how far we've come. 
but we're just super proud of where we are and we're just excited to continue to just grow. I mean, as everyone who has been on the journey with us from day one has seen us grow with our podcast content to our, you know, just marketing and branding ourselves and just finding ourselves throughout this journey as well. You know, it's something that we had shields up, kind of walls built throughout our whole lives. And now we're in our 20s, just letting those walls break down too. So it's just a good outlet, a good place to just feel free and just be a community of people who are adopted or who know people who are adopted. It's just it's just that place where everyone can just feel safe and feel good about who they are. Adopted or not, honestly, we just want to be that positive outlet and positive light to everybody. So we're just super excited. Just continue to follow us on all social media because things are going to be expanding. I guess I feel like I talked a lot about my personal journey through this. Has there been anything, have you had any moments with this whole journey, like with, like, turning points, or, I guess I always just want to go back to just the fact that you and I did have some times when we would text each other, either after recording or when I was editing or something like that, where we would be having hard times, and I ask this as you, not as... If you want to have this out of the recording, just let me know. Um, have there been any certain episodes or topics that we've talked about that have that you found especially hard? I think the biggest one was the birth mom story. I mean, I think that's such a time and situation that was so almost draining. Yeah. Almost draining because of all the different emotions and things that were going into it. And I never told that story to anybody. I had little notes. I've never, like, said it out loud. So to kind of play it back and go back a couple years later when I'm, you know, a little bit older and stronger and just more confident in my own self, it was just refreshing. I just felt fresh. But it was also hard to, like, dig deep and be like, oh, wow, those were the feelings I was feeling. Those were normal, but... I just, I've never said it out loud. And so to just say it out loud, I think that was the hardest part for me, but it felt good. I feel free. I feel really confident. And I just, like you, I've, I've never felt really lost. I mean, maybe I did, but I didn't really know it. I just, I feel, I feel so good. I don't have any complaints about doing what we've done and how far we've come and what I've shared. It's who I am. And I'm just super excited to continue to just find myself through this journey too yeah yeah I think that's been something that's just really important with a lot of people and uh we we plan to do an episode coming up here about uh a term called uh coming out of the fog which is a term that I've heard um only recently it was actually one of the articles or an article relating to that right prior to us deciding to do this podcast it was this fall that I remember reading and being like whoa this is it like this is how I feel and um we'll go into that a little bit later I did put a prompt out this uh today on our social media just to kind of talk about that so you probably saw that now being edited about uh, about four or five days ago um I'm gonna put that out again just to see if anyone else has any uh uh feedback on that but I hadn't even known about it, and I'd gone digging into into certain things. So it's, 
there's quite a bit of information about coming out of the fog that I think is really worth addressing, um, especially something that I know a little bit about, Erica doesn't really know much about. I would love to hear from more people that know something about because it's not a super well-known phrase, but I think it's really uh, interesting to talk about. It's basically a lot about identity, so, which with adopted people that is a big topic anyway, but with coming out of the fog, it's kind of creating your identity. So we're going to cover that in a soon-to-come episode. Um, we are still waiting uh, to be able to interview quite a few people. So uh, also, if any of you out there are not on our shortlist to do so, let us know if you have an interesting story. We're also looking for secondhand stories or, you know, really any sort of questions, tidbits, or anything about... Maybe someone they met even long time ago that we can uh, just share. We would love to be able to share just little passages from people um, that come in via email. Pretty soon we're going to have our website. So we will have a newsletter um, probably just about every time we send out a or have a new uh, episode. Um, you know, kind of more here and there to come. Um, but... Either way, I, I also want to take this opportunity to thank my partner, Erica, because I could not have done this without her, and Aww. I I just can't imagine where we would be, and or that this would even have happened. I can't imagine doing anything like this without the inspiration that I have from our friendship and our relationship and our... Also, our just relationship as coworkers, like we're friends, we're coworkers, like we were coworkers time-wise first, but now like you're my friend first, mm-hmm. and we always say we're we're sisters. Also, <laughs> you know, it's just because I personally am like, well, sisters don't necessarily mean blood related, because you know that's not something that I identify with. So it's it's just someone I feel that with, and that's I something I feel I, in you. I agree, and I totally would not have done this. Without you. 100%. Never, ever. I've always wanted to do something, but I didn't have the guts. So to have someone there kind of just pushing me along, supporting me, giving me that, you know, I don't know. The push off the ledge. Yes. <laughs> just really just being there and just... That's just my personality. Yeah. Everyone knows it. So you can say it. <laughs> and just showing us that it's, it's possible and just you're continue to give me excitement in it as well. So it's just exciting to have you on this journey with me. I for sure wouldn't be here without you. I hate coronavirus. I want to hug you, but you're not even here. Oh, I'm going to hug this foam roller because you're not Ooh. here and my phone is on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a goof. Oh my gosh. Okay, well... Thank you, everyone, for listening in on our update. Uh, We hope everyone is healthy and well and safe. Thank you so much for all your love and support. We couldn't do it without you, and we wouldn't be here without you guys either. So we truly appreciate that. Continue to follow us on our social media, Colombian Influence. And more platforms to come. Until next time. Later. Bye.